Welcome to episode 15 of the ADV podcast, and we've got a very interesting episode for you today. First, though, I need to ask you, Seamilk, what is it that you are currently doing with your attire? There's a well, the first thing's easy. This is just my solidarity for the Hong Kong protesters. Right? Okay, they've been going through a tough time, the whole university siege. Yeah, it's insane. I can't wear this though because I'm literally suffocating. Yeah, you should take so it I'm going to take that off first and then. We're going to talk about that uh, actually at the end of the show. We're going to uh, do our whole like world news segments going to talk about what's going on in Hong Kong. So stick around for that at the end. I have to get something out of the way now. Sure. Um, huge regret. Okay. Don't ever take a bet. All right. I'm not a gambler. Hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I did take up a bet with a patron and subscriber. Right. Who is a football fan like myself. Mm-hmm. And he bets me that if the Chargers uh, beat the Raiders, he would you know, donate a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. And if the Raiders beat the Chargers, then I would have to buy and wear a Raiders hat in a video, which makes me literally want to die in a hole. Okay. But I'm just going to get it out of the way now. So if you tune in late, well, next, <laughs> I don't... I, uh, well, maybe you should back a winning team. You know, like, I don't know anything... Funny. I don't know anything about football... Uh, in South Africa, of course, soccer, um, right. football, is that's a different kind of football. That's the big thing. And we've got the Orlando Pirates and the Kaiser Chiefs and stuff like Orlando's that. Orlando's in America. Yeah, but I don't know why they call the Orlando Pirates. In fact, I feel like the, the Orlando Pirates have like the same logo as what you're wearing now. Something similar. I can't even look at myself right now. <laughs> I hate the Raiders with all my heart. It's the well, scummiest team in the world. Apparently not since you're representing them to, to our audience. So anyway, uh, we're going to get on to our show today. Our topic is all about this whole thing. You know, China has less women than men. There's a big disparity, all that yeah. kind of thing. But I think we should start out with our oh, first Oh, we have some segment. gold, by the way. Oh, yeah, oh, we yeah. got some gold. Yeah. So we're going to start out with what's new, where we talk about things that are new in and around the whole China experience. And we're going to start out with a picture. Bam. Bam. <laughs> what's going on here? It's a bunch of flags. Yes. From all different countries. That's a beautiful So thing. the Northwestern University, mm-hmm. um, they decided to have a flag walk or flag march or something, and everyone from you know international students brought out their flags. But you might notice, in amongst all the flags there, off to the the right hand side of the image, is a Taiwanese flag. Um, you know, and of course this picture was posted on their Instagram, and some of the mainland students found out about it or something, and they went ape in the comments, attacking the university as usual. Like, how dare you! step on china's bottom line of sovereignty and 
you know, freedom of speech doesn't mean that you're allowed to take political stances and blah, blah, blah. And they trail this, this normal rhetoric that you'll see everywhere else. I find it funny because it's mm -hmm. supposed to be this lighthearted thing of like international unity because everyone's <laughs> from different countries yeah. there. There's like a Turkish flag there, Australian yeah. flag. Although, see how the Australian flag's next to the Chinese flag? Don't and do it. Fact, Don't say it. The Chinese flag's kind of in front of the right. Australian flag because Australia belongs to China. <laughs> You can say this in every episode. You got to reiterate it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, that it is. There's an Indian flag there. There's like you know French flag, whatever other flags you can think it's of. It's a nice gesture. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's nice. And I mean, if you come from Taiwan, that is your flag. Yeah. You know, it's all over Taiwan. Doesn't matter what other people think. Yeah. Right? It's yours. It's your flag. So right. why not show it? You right. Know? Because it is the, the national flag of your country. Honestly, I could have showed up with like a sea milk flag, mm. like a glass of milk or something, and the people are going to be, you can't do that, you're American. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's whatever. So, um, obviously, there was massive amounts of outrage from Chinese internet trolls and stuff trying to get them to take it down. But they actually took a nice stance. I'll read it for you. It says, Northwestern U, update. We support and encourage free expression and free speech on campus and the sometimes uncomfortable debates that such speech inspires. Universities are a place for rigorous debate and discussion of difficult topics. And this is one of those times. We did not intend to make a political statement by posting this photo. The March of Flags event was intended to bring people together and show the amazing international diversity of our campus. We would have preferred that no political statements be made on that occasion, and we acknowledge that some members of our community were offended. Having said that, we support our students' right to free expression and have left the photo in place. Well, that's actually very uplifting news. I didn't expect that kind of reaction, to be honest. Yeah, me neither. I expected uh, the mainliners yeah. to freak out, but I expect, you know, usually in this situation, they do capitulate. They do capitulate because they're worried about being called racist. Yeah, and, and there's and a bunch of babies you, screaming at them. If it. you read in the comments, everyone, of course, the, the Wumals, one of their big pushes always is, oh, you're racist. How, what, how does it have anything to do with racism? Well, I mean, if you look, they're talking about diversity, right? Mm. China is a country that doesn't want diversity. Right, in fact, right. they try to eradicate diversity. That's why they, they you know, ship Han people into Xinjiang. Yeah, that's why they send Han people into the minority areas to mm. set up shops and to intermarry and to do these kind of things because they want to blend any diversity out. Yeah. So this is just um, China's, you know, normal thing in action here. Um, and it just shows the world exactly what they think about, about diversity, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they hate it. Yeah, they hate it, and they can't accept the fact that somebody wants to identify something else. Well, in a perfect world, mm -hmm. even in this university, everyone would be holding a Chinese flag, according yeah. to them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. The world belongs to China. I would like all of you guys out there at the moment watching us to keep an eye on the background. Now, there's a reason why I went and sat there for, you know, however long it was in all these different cities and mm -hmm. filmed these backgrounds, okay? This... Behind us right now is Guangzhou, which mm -hmm. is the capital of Guangdong, mm -hmm. big, massive city. It used to be called Canton for those of you of a colonial age. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's Guangzhou for you. Um, we've also got scenes that I filmed from Shanghai, going to be coming up in the background. Shenzhen, these are all first-tier cities, a couple other places in between. And the reason is, I would like you to see, there are women everywhere. If, in, in fact, more often than not, you see more women than men out in public in the big cities. Mm -hmm. if, if you go to a place like Dongmen in Shenzhen, for instance, it's probably something like 60 to 80% women there, right? Young girls walking around. Mm -hmm. So 
this is one thing that might confuse a lot of people is you hear all this news about, um, you know, the, the fact that there are more men than women. And if you go there and you look around, you're like, what the hell is everyone talking about? Anyway, that's our main topic. So we'll get into that in a minute, but we still have to finish what's new. Yeah, this episode is actually just gonna be super fun. It's gonna be fun. So now, <laughs> first of all, um, let's let's play let's play. How about this. you get it? Okay, what? Me as the resident Baijiu expert, yes, has to preface this for all you non-China hands out there. Mm. You have to understand what Baijiu actually is. Yes, Baijiu is a clear spirit, a clear liquor, yeah. made in China, and it's usually about forty to fifty percent alcohol. Yeah. It tastes terrible. It's yeah. Um, you get to a point where if you drink enough, you can tolerate it, but you never really love it. It's not right. like I'm gonna be a connoisseur. Yeah. They've actually proven, uh, like scientists, like taste test people, yeah. that it is the single most difficult uh, food item to get used to, with an average of 300 tries before someone can tolerate it. Yeah, I think that's fascinating. Yeah. Um, but here we're gonna watch people trying to. I, I have to jump in on that whole Baijiu thing is because I have, just like you, mm. had very expensive Baijiu. Yeah. And I've had the cheapest, mm -hmm. worst Baijiu. And it's pretty much the same thing. Right. And <clears throat> Baijiu is not something people drink to enjoy. Okay. No. Let's get that out of the way. People drink it to prove scotch. something. Yeah. Well, either just to get drunk. Okay. A lot of people drink it just to get drunk because it's super easy to get drunk. But that it's a big part of the culture. Whenever you go out for a big business meal or a meeting, it's a show the, off. The Baijiu comes out. It is. It's a show off thing. It's to <clears> prove <throat> who's stronger, who can drink the most. Mm -hmm. That's why I did so well in the early days of staying in China because yeah, I love drinking. I mean, people mm -hmm. would literally make us drink for them because they don't want to do this. We yeah. could we could handle it. Yeah. It's not enjoyable. No, it's not. It will get you drunk. Yes. Um. You can <clears throat> you can go out to any Chinese supermarket. Or I was something. just gonna tell them yeah. if you could look for that green bottle, the Arguato, yeah, You can buy that in most Chinese supermarkets. Hongxing. Orgoto is like the most consumed baijiu and it's cheap and it's it's safe enough, you know, because you do get a lot of baijiu that's dubious. You don't know if you're going to go blind or something. For sure. I typed it into... Uh, yeah, Orgoto. Yeah, so people know. Yeah, which means the, the head of the second pot. Pot, <laughs> yeah. Hongxing, red star. Red star, it's communist. Yes, yes, you need that. It's very bad. Anyway, so let's see. What's this... What is this guy doing? Let's watch him quickly. Yeah. Okay, he's, he's downing... He actually downed two bottles of that. Now, remember, that's like... 500 milliliters. So what is it? It's 220 so it's a proof or something? Well, yeah. It's, well, people... Yeah. The easy way to think about it is 50% alcohol, and he drank a liter of it. Yeah, yeah. In one go. Okay. Um, we, we'll get to this in a minute, because um, <laughs> he's not the only one. This was in Sichuan, by the way. Yes. One Yuan? I no, think? this is in Anhui. No, that, I saw it said Sichuan. Oh, this is a Sichuan, Sichuan one. Yeah, Sichuan. yeah, it happened a couple times. Yeah. yeah. This happens actually quite a lot in China. We'll explain to you why in a minute, because it's kind of funny. Um, I, you could probably guess, right? This is at a, a bus station. Mm -hmm. And the law says you cannot take over a certain amount of... Okay, here's the second one, right? Okay. <laughs> DRCO. This is the second... second sip. So for those of you who are listening and not watching, there's a, a middle-aged woman swigging down a massive bottle of Baijiu. You don't usually there. see women doing this, but... Yeah, it's not, that's not too usual. <clears throat> Anyway, then what's going to happen, I wonder? Um, <laughs> again, okay, the cops just the like... script, boy. Yeah. You're not allowed to bring over 500 mil or something. There's a, there's a limit to the liquid you're allowed to take right. on the high-speed train and on buses. And also, you can't take flammable liquids and stuff. You know, there are laws. Mm. Obviously, this has changed recently because before, you could take whatever the hell you wanted. I've seen people taking live chickens and stuff onto the mm. onto the buses and things, right? Let's um, see what kind of bio it is. I'm... 
Now that's crazy. Like she's drinking it. Ah, look, there's puke right, on the floor puking. next to her, and she's like, "Yeah, I drank all the alcohol." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can <laughs> get on. <laughs> I can get on. You let me on. The thing is, you're not actually allowed to board the high-speed rail if you're blind drunk in China. It's mm. against the law. They don't let you do it, right? Not, not that they check. Yeah. So, what, what is what exactly is going on here? So, basically, what's happening is because they're not allowed to bring it on. Yeah. They're drinking it because they think it's a waste to have to throw it out. Yeah. Yeah. So you have the situation where the cops are like, you got to dump this out. Yeah. Or you got to give it away or whatever. And they're like, absolutely not. I'm going to drink it all right in this at this moment. But I can tell you Mm -hmm. from watching all these videos, none of these Baijos were even more than $10. Yeah, that's the problem. They're cheap. Look, there is this massive thing in Chinese society about not wasting, Mm, right? Yeah. But you go to a Chinese dinner with like government officials and there's so much waste. There's tons of waste. But yeah, it's it's kind of like they're very good at penny pinching, mm, especially the middle-aged people. For sure. Right? They'll collect like an old takeaway container, rinse it out and mm. use it as Tupperware. For you sure. know, it's that kind of thing that, that it happens a lot. Now, they're carrying her away on a stretcher, but this isn't it's not the best one part. What's going on here? What they, kind of car is she going into? She's going into a <laughs> What how do you even an pronounce ens Esnalubma. An Esnalubma. <laughs> and those those of you who are, uh, you know, quick-witted at home, we'll see that that's ambulance backwards. <laughs> this happens way more than you guys can imagine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There were so, so, so many cars, buses, trains, all these companies and stuff that would have the English equivalent of the Chinese on there. Yeah. Like the Huizhou bus service for probably five years had it completely backwards. It was like Huizhou bus service, but they had mirrored it because they can't read the English. Yeah. Well, maybe this is a drunk person ambulance. Maybe it's <laughs> a drunk person. It, yeah. The guy's drunk driving it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, th- this is just kind of typical for China. This was in Anhui, right? Uh, this is in Anhui, yeah. yeah. That's near Shanghai, but it's a very poor area. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the thing that happens here is this, I hear about this all the time. Like you said, they don't want to waste their money, so yeah. they just down the bottle of whatever it is, and then it just ends up causing them trouble. Right. Right. Uh, remember there was that woman who bought an expensive bottle of cognac, like 200 US dollar cognac, Martin, yeah. Yeah, on her way back from the States. Mm-hmm. And when she was doing a local changeover in Beijing, they stopped her and wouldn't l- allow her to take it on the plane. Mm-hmm. So she downed it. We've got to talk about this in a minute. So she, she downed the whole bottle of cognac, ended up rolling around on the floor in the airport. She had to get carted away. She couldn't take her flight. Some and, people have died doing this, yeah, by the way. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's it. Um, imagine. Now, what's going on with this tiger? <laughs> it looks like a stuffed animal. How cute. Why do they confiscate it? Because it's actually a very expensive aphrodisiac. Nice. This is tiger penis wine. Yes. Tiger it comes penis. in a tiger. Well, like a... Come on. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of weird. Apparently, it cost the guy 8,000 8, RMB. So, it's like 1,200 bucks. Yeah, it's a lot. They couldn't have given a better packaging. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe you know, that's... you've seen the Baija that's like $5,000 and it has like a ship inside. And it's very yes, ornate. Yes, like, the bottle's cooler yeah, than yeah. the booze. That's, that's not. It looks like, I don't know, like a He-Man toy or something from back in the day. We have had that like fake. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's like, like suede. That suede shit. Suede, yeah. Oh, it looks terrible. Um, we have a lot of experience with medicinal wines, mm. especially penis ones in China, because a yeah. lot of them are made of. You penises. almost died. We actually have a video if you search yeah. like how how people celebrate Christmas in China. Yeah, I legitimately almost died. You brought this kind. Of, it was like what was it called? Like secret. That wasn't me that brought that. Oh, it wasn't I think you? It was Marty. Oh, was it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it wasn't oh, me. Interesting. 
Yeah, somebody bought it to the... It wasn't me. There's no way I would have bought that crap. It was made of snake venom, uh, snake penises, yes. and all kinds of other stuff. Yeah, and it was, but it was like eight secret ingredients or whatever. But remember, it said on the box, it said strange snake penis strange wine. Strange snake penis wine. It was very expensive. Yeah, yeah it was. And it came in vials. Yeah, little... Kind of, you know, like those little ginseng type yeah. mini, mini vials. When I drank it, my trachea closed. Yeah. And then my whole... all my, went red. Yeah, my glands all swol- were swollen, but your wife had... Uh, uh, allergy pills luckily yeah. and it calmed me down and I put some compress and I just laid down for an hour and finally it came back yeah um, but that was the strange snake penis you know what it's not dangerous to drink the penises or the ants or whatever that's in there yeah it's dangerous because you don't know what these factories are putting in this shit. yeah you don't know what alcohol base they're no. using and that's, that ties into yeah. our next story the, yeah the thing is with this uh, the guy went ahead and he drank well it was actually two guys they drank it all because right. they said they're not going to waste, waste yeah, they're not yeah. going to waste a Thousand RMBs aphrodisiac. Of illegal tiger but dick. I'm just curious, why would you want to drink aphrodisiac before you get on a flight? With your bro. Yeah, it's a bit <laughs> weird. Like it's it, I mean, it, it serves, doesn't work. It serves a purpose, right? And if that's what you believe if it's you going believe to it, do, yeah. why would you drink it before going on a long flight You're like with your friend? There. You and your buddies are like crossing swords on a plane. Yeah, no, it's not a good idea. Yeah. But yeah, that happened. Mm, it certainly that, that's did. a thing. All right, so um, that's pretty much it for what's ooh, new. Yeah, don't, th- th- no, not yet. I wanted to bring up the fact that um, mm-hmm. there's another story about this. Uh, a bunch of people just died. Yes. In uh, Yunnan province. That's there's right. a wedding, right? That's right. And they, they used uh, methylated spirits, methylated alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah, was... Yeah. Menth- they got, menth- no, meth- methanol. Yeah, it's methylated alcohol. Okay. But, so it turns into methanol, right? Right. So it's 95% methanol. Yeah. So 15 people got super sick just from a sip. And five died, and right? And five of them died. Yeah. And that was at a wedding because the dude is like, it's way cheaper if I go make my own. Yeah, well, he asked right? his buddy in the village yeah. to make it for him. Whatever. They all know. Yeah, Come exactly. on. So like a, a little, I don't know, peasant village guy, he basically mixed the wine. It was supposed to be wine, like right. white wine, but we've seen this before. Basically, just take food coloring and water and remember then add the, uh, some alcohol. Remember that fake homemade wine that we drank from your uncle or whatever? Yeah, your that, was, that was the... Uh, that legitimately tasted like the bile you puke after you puke your gut. Yes, out. no, it was terrible. And we tried to mix it with Sprite. Yeah, we we're mixing it with Sprite. I, it, I don't know what we were doing. <laughs> You know what I mean? Someone's yeah. on our level. You yeah, gotta show, show that stuff, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've had our fair share of hilarious fake stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's been a recent thing that's been mm. popping in the news. These people trying to not waste their baijiu. Yeah. So it's it's common and it's stupid, but it's just a it's a phenomenon in China. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's do some super chats before we move on to our main. Absolutely, segment. we have quite a few. Okay. Cool. Um, Masjada, always there in the beginning. Awesome. Thank you very much. Does censorship actually work in China? Like, how much does the average Chinese person know about how things really are, and do they talk in private? Um, I'll answer it very simply hmm. by saying this. The average person doesn't care. They don't care. Even if they find out that everything is being censored, they don't speak English, the average person. So they don't care to consume media that's not available to them anyway, right? So most people don't care. The savvy people, maybe university-age people that really are forward-thinking people, they they do get upset and they do speak in private about issues. They do, but at the same time... Um, I don't know if any of you guys saw my video about China's worst societal problem. Mm. You know, where they, there were those uh, social experiments where they were kidnapping children or young women in front mm. of crowds of people. Nobody lifts a finger. Mm. I think they have the same mentality when it comes to the problems of the world. Mm. So when you see something, you know, some big injustice going down, they're like, meh, it doesn't bother mm. me. It's got nothing to do with me. It doesn't affect me. And there is a very selfish attitude amongst most Chinese people when it comes to anything to do with compassion or humanitarian stuff. Mm. 
so that's but there are some thing. diamonds in the rough for sure. Uh, absolutely, some great always, people always. I know. You know, they typically I, leave. People are dumb if they think I'm not speaking in generality. No, no, no. Yet. I'm just thinking yeah. specifically of people that I've recently talked to that have left China. Yeah. Those are the people that really care about the rest of the world. Yeah. And what's happening? Yeah. But yeah. Cool. Anyway. Cool. Uh, next, Yosema Fernandez Barreras. Uh, hey, dudes. Just uh, I saw in documental, a lot of North Koreans who tried to escape through China ends in slavery sold to Chinese. Do you know any? Case? Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. Personally, we've met. Know we've North met. Koreans. We've met North Koreans working in China. Mm. We've got footage of it. We can't. They don't show really it. get paid. Yeah, we can't. We can't show that because we'd be putting them in danger. But maybe one day. Yeah, and there's huge villages up in northern China mm. where there's North Korean sex slaves basically yeah, yeah. married off to farmers. Sure. Uh, Logic Noodles. Wow, that's generous. Thank you very much, man. Wow. You two blokes are my favorite YouTubers. Keep up the good work. And thank you, will. mate. Super appreciated. Logic Noodles. Thank you. Yeah. Man. Uh, Der Lanchet Vampire. Uh, early weekend plus insomnia equals ADV podcast. Yes, it does. Sweet. I've Fantastic. Been some, we've been having some insomnia. Yeah, tons of insomnia going on. I'll do one more. Uh, mm -hmm. Philly, number one coffee snob. Thank you, dude. That's impressive. Mm. I appreciate you guys. Wish I could donate enough money to help uh, help you guys get things for your kids or kid-to-be. We really appreciate yeah, it. Thank you very much. The people, honestly, have been very supportive. Mm -hmm. um, you know, with the, kids almost the, out, eh? the upcoming kid. Yeah, very, very soon. Very, very soon. About to pop. And I can't wait to give you guys a full report back on everything that's been happening. So thank you very much. For sure. Anyway, it's time for us to move on to our next segment. Which, we'll catch up with the other guys, know, don't worry. Yeah, we'll catch up with you. It's Soft Power Hour, where we talk about everything that has everything to do with soft power. Thank you for introducing <laughs> the segment again. Yeah, well, for those of you who don't know what soft power is, it's this... Stop! Uh, <laughs> it's this uh, whole idea of China pushing its agenda and, you know, yeah. propaganda in the West by sort of underhanded means. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, we have a video that we need to just play for Are we you. just going to play first? I think we just have just to Just ride this one out. And you know what? We're going to even make ourselves disappear off the screen. Yeah, because okay, I'm going to so, die. Yeah. Um, we are going to mute our microphone. That's a good we're gonna idea. Be, we are, we are, sorry, guys. We are literally just going to be packing up laughing. We can't keep a straight face for this one, okay? We will watch it again with you, but first you get to watch it alone. So, here goes. Nothing. Clean vid, let's do this. there.
Hey, my darling. Tides will T as 26 to 30 degrees Celsius with light rain in Shenzhen. Don't forget to bring a umbrella with you. Wow, you are so great. You have won again. of success, true love can never be silent. Shenzhen AI Tech creates the perfect girlfriend who knows you best. Okay, I think... <laughs> Sorry. I think we probably oh have to... Oh my lord almighty, I couldn't deal with that. This is just... We'll, the, we'll scroll through yeah, it. Yeah, it's the perfect storm of a, a white monkey job yes. mixed with an incredibly cringe product. Terrible right. dubbing. Right. Um, yeah, so... When I heard him say... Who are you? Oh, yeah. I died. Okay, my darling. <laughs> yeah. I literally died. So yeah, it's the it's the best mix of everything it that totally China is. has to offer. Yeah, yeah, big time. I find it quite interesting that they found a foreigner and then ended up having to dub his voiceover with a Chinese guy. They always do that, though, because <laughs> obviously this guy's English is much better than whoever's reading that. Sounds yeah. like a Baijiu advertisement. Yeah, guy. it does. Yeah. Why didn't they just the leave team. his voice in? I don't know. But this is, can you scroll through that a little bit? I want yeah. to show the uh, part where he's kind of going on a little date with her. Well, I kind of like the part that he's got. Oh, this is, let's point this out. Yeah. What does he got? He's got. That's the cheapest snow, beer you can buy. Snow beer, yeah. right? That's snow beer. Everybody knows snow it's like beer. Two is RMB. Like, it's like 30 If you can't away. afford Qingdao, sorry, wrong one. If you can't afford Qingdao, you get snow. Why, why are they all empty and why does he keep grasping them? And why, why does he have all these tissues on the floor? Well, maybe we know oh, that. Oh, come one, on. Right? You okay. don't have to ask that. Yeah, so. So he's having a bad time. He's rolling around. This is for people at home again. Yeah, okay. Do. There's this guy. He looks like he's probably Pakistani or, or, or Indian. Indian, perhaps, you know, but he's in this filthy apartment. By the way, you see he's throwing away the trash. Mm -hmm. This is very typical. My apartments in Shenzhen all look like this. The mm -hmm. garbage area, which is usually at the emergency escape stairs, you dump always it yeah. absolutely it's filthy, right? That's so everywhere. It's in just kind of normal. So I don't know. It. I think that's supposed to be his ex-girlfriend, but it's actually like a Russian underwear model postcard or something. Yeah, he like picks this up. But I don't know what he's doing with that. So he... well, he's like he misses her, dude. That's oh, why he's is, getting. Is that drunk. why he's all drunk? Why didn't they give him a fresh beer? Yeah, he's he's picked up one of the empty bottles from before and right. he holds it in his hand and collapses on his very sterile-looking bed. Um, anyway, so there he is. He's passed out with his slippers on the bed and obviously having a bad time. But then bam. there's like a noise at the you know, at the door and it's like, who are you? You know? And then uh, this mysterious box appears. Look at this filthy wall. I've, sorry, I just have to point this out. This is supposed to be an advert. Why didn't they get a better Could you flat? put a piece of paper over that or paint it or maybe frame it differently? And that looks like an office to me. In fact, that is an Oh my office. God, it it's is an, an office. office. Look, it's got the little tea, tea stand and stuff in the in I the feel background. like this is like the stairwell area. You know, the emergency exit yeah, area? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, seriously. So 
he arrives at the door and uh yeah see i just want to get that stairwell area so everyone can see that is the stairwell area there's yeah, a bunch of it. trash out there it looks um, like every stairwell in every apartment building in china yeah so he gets this massive box he drags it in and out pops a like a sex doll basically um, no, well, we're going to call it a companion doll. Okay, companion doll. We're going to shoot for monetization. I know we won't get it, but we're going to shoot for it. Yeah, so now now his happy life begins. I What I'm a little confused about, Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but why didn't he know he was going to get that? Yeah, like, did, did it just arrive? He was very surprised, right? Yeah, he was. Let me just... Uh, yeah, you're going to get feedback. Yeah. Who are you? I love that <laughs> dub so much. Yeah. Who are you? The thing is, like, they didn't use the AI voice either. These are just no, people. They, they just put a person's voice um, for what she says. Because we we will shortly hear what they really sound like, because they don't sound like this. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay, and this is my favorite part. Good morning, darling. Time to get up now. Okay, my darling. <laughs> Okay, you know, it's not even darling. a dub because he's not even mouthing anything. Yeah, but that just that okay, my darling segment. Anyway, you how get the idea. how did this pass the board of directors mm. when they're like, listen, we're gonna market this to Western countries because yeah. this is what it's for. To be honest, mm. it's not only for Chinese people. Yeah, because it's in English, right? Mm. So they're like, you know, this is a stellar ad. Yeah, you know, and can you keep going? I really want to point out another thing. All right, sure. We don't need to hear her weather report. I love his smile. He's yeah. so happy. At least, but he's in an enclosed apartment right now, so yeah. no one can see him. Yeah. But then... Oh, yeah. What? what? Wow, you are so gataked. Did you see that? Like, yeah. even the subtitles yeah. are G-T-E-A-T. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. This. This. Yeah. Imagine you're this foreigner in China. Everyone's already looking at you. Yeah. And now you're with a companion doll, a rubber doll. The fact that he can... You in know, a park. Afforded Canon 5D Mark III, you know. That's what so they shot this on. Yeah, it's true. You'd think that he'd yeah, probably be able to get a successful date, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Imagine if people, like, people are walking by with their families. I know what this is. This is the Hongshu Ling. Um, oh, it is. Yeah, it it's is. Hongshu Ling in Shenzhen. Yeah. Hopefully it's at like 5 a.m. How do they not have people there is what I want to know. They must have shooed people away. Yeah. It's the only way. He's got his ISO settings all wrong. Yes, and and she's but she approves. No, look at she's disappointed in his yeah, photography. Yeah. She's he like, you may look at me look like shit. Showing a picture on his camera <laughs> to a plastic doll that has no eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know. I want someone if mm -hmm. like in that in the massive sphere of foreigners in China, if you can find out if we can talk to this guy because I really want to know yeah. what the terms were. Yeah, how much did he get paid for this? Right, and like, what was his yeah. reaction to the whole thing? Yeah. He seems to be having a great time. Do you know in China, though, how indirect they are about stuff? Mm. Often with these white monkey jobs, they'll tell you you're going to do something, mm. but you don't know. They're probably like, oh, you're going to have this other model with you. Yes. We're going to model some stuff, right? Yeah. And then, bam, he's got a sex doll, or a companion doll. Companion doll. He's, he seems to be having a great time. Oh, there's some people in the Yeah, movie. yeah, there are. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she doesn't actually wait for his responses here. This is like their soft power way of saying that you can translate stuff. Congratulations, yeah, you have won the award. The what award? I love and I love this. This like Stephen Hawking she shit at the end. Mm -hmm. the perfect girlfriend who knows you best. 
I like how it creates the perfect girlfriend. It creates. So Cretes. this is the mo one of the bigger companies in China that makes these things. Yeah. That was a very high production ad. Right? It is, yeah. But we obviously, and my wife was horrified when she walked in the room and saw the research we were doing. We have we had to do some research, right? Yes, we certainly did. So we went on like Chinese websites and found these wholesalers mm. to actually see, because obviously we got no impression of what that robot can do. Sure. It's a fake ad. Yeah. So we actually got some samples of what they really do. Mm. Uh, even even some of those are lies as well. Yeah, of course. Should we show them? We're, we're going to show a couple of these things. Okay. You can probably keep this in. Yeah, and then we're going to also at the same time, sorry, we're going to talk about no, why gonna, this we'll exists and stuff. Do. Okay, so anyway, let's get started with this one. Who are you? I'm Emma. I'm from Green Earth Robotics. My name is Coco. Nice to meet you. Coco, nice to meet you too. You are so pretty. Kiss me. Don't stop. <laughs> What can you do for me? I can talk with you needing me, and I can have sex with you. I can be your best companion. What do you want? I love having sex with you. How do you feel? Oh, that feels so good. <laughs> do that again. You look so sexy when you do that. Do you love me? Of course, dear. It drives me crazy when you look at me. Thank you. Don't mention it. Yeah. Goodbye. Um, does it feel to me as if your GPS is coming on to you? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yes, it really does. She's going to take tell me to take a left turn and then don't stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm going to crash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Holy crap. I still can't deal with these. It, it's horrible. Should we, should we keep doing them? Yeah, there's, we got a couple keep, examples. Keep going. But for now, he's a butthead sometimes, but he is a good man, and he takes care of you. I love you. How old are you? I am 18. You are so beautiful. Do you like small dogs? <laughs> Do you like, you like small, small dogs? dogs? Okay. It sounds like an ESL lesson. It does. Now, the Why thing... are they always chicks asking them questions? Yeah, it's weird. They're male companions. Yeah, it's supposed to be a man. Anyway. What you need to do though is in this particular clip, as you can hear, every time she asks a question, you can hear an audible mouse click. So yep. what she's doing is this thing's not actually AI. It's not replying to her. No. It's just playing back like samples. Right. Like Google Translate samples. Correct. So let's hear. Yes, I like them very much. They are so cute. What do you often do in your free time? I am a teacher. I teach English. Are you single? Oh, okay. Okay. Go. Well, don't play it yet. Okay. I gotta mentally prepare everyone. Yeah, sure. So I, I find it interesting that most of the the functionality is totally broken. Yeah. Um, you see those like translating machines that they always ask foreigners to review from China, and they just don't work. You're supposed yeah. to like talk into it, and then it changes. Such a shill thing. That's like the biggest shill ever, because it's just a built into like a Google. Uh, it's way API. worse it's, though. It's, you, it's, yeah. I never understood. Just use your phone. Yeah. It has that functionality. So much better. Yeah. 
But uh, you can see none of these are actually, some people in the comments kept asking how much these cost. So when I was looking at Chinese wholesale prices, if you mm -hmm. go on like the foreign websites, they're way more, like one to $2,000. Yeah. But I was in, I'm typing in Chinese on Baidu and stuff yeah. and going to these factory wholesales. Those ones that you just saw are like about 400 bucks. Yeah, you buy yeah. them samples. Four, 430 bucks, something um, like that. Yeah, but they're not super customizable or anything. Mm -hmm. I've been mm -hmm. learning a lot about this. Yeah. But this, guys. Yeah. This is the best clip. Yeah, okay. We're going to have to disappear for this one. Yeah, and you just have to listen very carefully to what the guy says and the answers that she gives. Are you guys ready for this? Because... We had to censor this one, unfortunately. Yeah, we did have to censor it, um, but yeah. Here we go. Let's play this. Okay, let's get back in there. Um, <clears throat> this so, is a beautiful man. Yes. This guy's performance was stellar. I, I really enjoyed Honestly, it. he was better than the Indian dude. Yeah. Because this guy feels it. The Indian dude, you can tell he's just getting paid. Yeah. This dude loves his job right Sorry, now. Sorry, I'm just trying to find out legit again. Yeah, no, he totally does. The way his finger Did is perched on her chin. Oh, yeah. I, I love the fact that he walks in with that rose. I like his pajamas. His silk pajamas. Oh, that's right. That they, they really set the mood, the music, and everything. That this the finger on the chin thing. Passion, dude. <laughs> Absolute passion. Is her name Emma too? I think it is an Emma. Why is everyone Emma? They copy each other, and that's something we found out very quickly. It's like, what is it, Jen? Oh yeah. What J J Juliet? No, it's Jarliet. Jarliet. Jarliet or something. Jarliet. <laughs> Is obviously like the original one, one of the originals, and they on their website they're like, "To copy is a shame." Right? They're Do like, not don't copy. buy from other Chinese yes. factories. Yeah, because ah, all of the... them are copying each other. Yeah, they're Anyone with injection molding for silicon and stuff is making this. Yeah. You know what's funny is when I was at, this is interesting. I was checking out all these mm -hmm. factories that make this stuff, and when I go to their factory profile, in yeah. Chi only in Chinese this happens. Mm -hmm. They're selling floor mats they're selling seat covers for cars yeah. they're selling dishes yeah and then sex dolls as well because it's sure. all the same process and materials they probably just got the molds from you know their cousin who worked in the other factory just right. copied it and you know well they bought them and yeah it, another thing that was funny is when i was on the international versions of the sites they're all crap yeah but when you're on like the english one it, they're quite a bit better sure and the the amount of uh, the different kinds of dolls you could get had a lot more diversity but if you switch the country to japanese or chinese or whatever they have wildly different ones absolutely which i thought was interesting yeah there, but there are certain ones that just wouldn't be legal you know yeah overseas. dude I, when i saw this i was like get out of here yeah exactly There's some weird stuff but yeah i just just love this acting of this guy it's amazing it's so good yeah uh, but this this video is meant for a western audience which i find hilarious yeah this is supposed to be some you know some kind of i don't know advert so you watch this and you're like this is great because i say i love you you're so sexy and then she's like don't stop just, faster harder yeah some r ridiculous stuff but it's all gobbledygook because whatever he says she doesn't give the right reply no, there's no real functionality here yeah so it's it's weird and i i can't get over the whole you know they've got this part where not not this one where she's like 
winking and stuff. Oh, this is weird. Is this it where she's like doing... Is it... Did I pass it already? Let's see. Yeah, like that makes... makes she it look like her eye all the She's way. having an aneurysm or something. Yeah, it's, she's like stroking out. Yeah, it's not, it's not something I find attractive at all. I love that he gave her a rose. That's my f favorite part, honestly, is the fact that he walks in with a rose. Because that's what you do is you give your sex doll a rose. Your companion doll. Sorry, companion doll. So I guess we have to get down to brass tacks here. Sure. Why does this exist? Well, obviously the ones that we looked at for, for comedy's sake. Yeah. Uh, because uh, a funny factoid for you guys out there. Yeah. These are not allowed to be promoted on Chinese internet. You can buy them on Taobao and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But the, there's no videos with these demos. This is for, for the Western Forest, audience, yeah. right? Yeah. So we couldn't find the same kind of gold marketed towards Chinese people. Yeah. That being said, um, obviously these are popular everywhere in the world. Yeah. But there is a huge subculture of companion dolls in China specifically for mm -hmm. men, uh, usually migrant workers, right? They either leave their families yeah. and they, they don't want to cheat on their wife or whatever, as we right. saw in some interviews. Sure. Or number two, these men that are left in the villages, mm. they have too many men in ratio to women, sure. right? So then you get this cheap $400 companion doll. There yeah. you go. You're, you're satiated. I suppose so. You know, when we've been traveling around China, at, at least kind of recently, it wasn't always like this, but more recently, uh, we've been spotting a lot of sex toy vending machines. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah, like, for sure. Especially in the more out-of-the-way rural areas. <laughs> Remember the dude sleeping in one? Yes, there was like a guy <laughs> sleeping in... Cause, it's kind of like a private little alcove you go in and they've got a bunch of different sex toy vending machines and you can like basically buy a fake this or a fake that. Right. You know, and, um, right. You can buy like these sex dolls or blow up dolls and stuff in them. Um, but like I was saying, if you're keeping an eye on the background, you know, of our video here. Beijing bikini spotting. Oh, yeah. Beijing bikini. But if you are paying attention to the background, you will be able to see just the the vast amount of women that are walking around. Right. Okay, and so like back to my original point, most people that visit China, they're quite confused. Like I keep hearing about Statistical this. Statistical fallacy, right? Yeah. They read the numbers and they expect it. Yeah, but in the big cities, uh, like in Shenzhen, when I got to Shenzhen in 2006, it was seven women to one man, mm -hmm. man in the city. Right. And that's just because of the nature of Shenzhen. At the time, especially, uh, the service industry, so things like massage parlors, brothels, you know, just waitresses, just everything was massive. So if you were an attractive girl, you would go down to Shenzhen because that's where the opportunity was to right. get the most pay. And of course, it's right next to Hong Kong and all the Hong Kong rich dudes are coming over the border. So they're trying to snag a, a rich husband or, you know, become a second wife or whatever. So it just depends on the city itself. However, when you go into the rural parts of China, which most foreigners don't see, mm -hmm. they go to Beijing, they go to the Great mm -hmm. Wall, or they live in like a, a third tier city or something. We're talking rural, like farmlands, mm. you know. When you go into these areas, there are, the, the only women you see around there are de decrepit old, like 93 year olds and stuff. There, there just aren't women there, just a bunch of men, middle-aged men hanging around. And it's for, these are the people that are suffering. Yeah, there's between 30 and 40 million extra men for yeah. women. And the only place you're going to see them is here. And the reason is, is that in these villages, they still have this traditional value that a man is much more valuable than yeah. a woman, right? Especially yeah. on the farm, especially on uh, as, a, as a hand, an mm. agricultural hand, yeah. right? Yeah. So he's smirking at something over here. Yeah, no, I made a mistake in the beginning. I was going to call you out on that. Actually. No, 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 no. The they're saying flag. they're saying the New Zealand flag, but actually the Australian flag was behind the Chinese flag and you couldn't oh, see it. Oh, that's what you were saying. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. But the the New Zealand flag was next to the Chinese flag. Sorry mm. about that, by the way. Anyway, so it's you not have... like you guys aren't the same country or anything. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not offended. No, no, no. Um, I have to, to I actually have fr- uh, family in Australia, and mm-hmm. I've got friends from New Zealand, so I understand how much you guys some of our good buddies kind of hate each other that. sometimes. So yeah, I think it's mostly fun. Yeah, it's a um, fun rivalry. Anyway, mm. yes. So you have these uh, couples out in the countryside, especially on the farms, or in these really small factories, like cement factories and stuff, yeah, yeah. where having a man is much more useful for productivity to them in their minds, traditional minds, right? So they have all these dudes, mm. but they they can't find a, a mate, right? It's actually largely the fault of the one-child policy. Oh, for sure. Because uh, traditionally, uh, Chinese families need... Boys, well, they want a boy. Yeah. I know you said that for that reason. But not just for like, oh, they're tougher or whatever. It's no, just it's cultural. cultural. It's just yeah. a cultural thing. Like they want the, the, the man to, or boy to... Carry on the name. Carry on the name. They're going to provide for the parents, this kind of thing. So they were... Boys, boys are worshipped compared to women. Yes, and it's actually quite despicable mm. i really don't like it at all and that's what hap- has led to the fact that you're not allowed to check the gender of your baby right. by law in china anymore because of all the selective abortions we saw you know when we first got there we saw a lot of propaganda about the one child policy when it's still a thing yes before it turned to the two two child policy yeah and then now the propaganda that we mm. see in china is you'll see banners especially in the rural countryside that says it's okay it's just as good yeah. to have a girl they'll all look after you by the way, that's Shanghai behind us right now. Mm-hmm. Previously, that was Shenzhen, and mm-hmm. we also had Guangzhou. So you're getting a, a pretty complete look of what the bigger cities around China Yeah, you won't see that gender like. gap. Yeah, so it, it is just the way it is. But anyway, back to the whole uh, selective abortions and stuff. It was a big thing. Mm-hmm. It still is. It still is. You yes. can still pay off any hospital yeah. to do it. I mean, it that whole thing lies. about like the law, you're not supposed we to know We paid off the, the doctor to yeah. know the gender, not to get rid of the kid. Yeah, just to know. Just to know. It's kind of annoying, um, just, um, just the way it is. Now, another thing, so we're talking about these companion dolls. Yeah. This is not like, we're making it out to be like a way bigger thing than it is. That yeah. We just thought that was funny. Yeah. The real grand issue here is that the gender gap exists in certain yeah. areas, but it doesn't exist in the cities. However, one huge societal issue right now is all these men, single men, going into debt because of online streamers. Yes. So they're yes. buying, like, they're taking out loans from shadow banks and stuff. Uh, abandoning their family, their friends, and everything just to give money to these women that they'll never have. Yeah. Right? So that's a huge thing because everyone in the countryside now has a, has a cell phone, a smartphone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they're watching these stream girls and send them all their salary and these fake gifts. So you know? It's a weird, weird thing because it's so, that, it's so crappy. In the cities, the men usually have mistresses, married Yeah, men. they have the surplus. So there's, they, it's, it's kind of crazy to wealthy think men, yeah. yeah wealthy men will have mistresses all the time and so it's really unfair for these guys in the rural areas mm. but there's another horrible thing that's a result of this whole situation and that's human trafficking mm. there are lots of women being kidnapped um, and sold into basic slavery mm. from places like vietnam yeah, or laos. any you know laos all these areas there's a huge amount of that going on, and that's not really reported on that much. Right. But at the same time, we've talked about this before, but there are these scams, right? Um, a couple of years ago, but <clears throat> there's a guy, uh, like a little gang of these like uh, wives, right? Vietnamese wives. And they'd approach like a small village, and the village men would all pay whatever it was, like 10,000 RMB or whatever for these women, right? And they'd all move into the village and they'd stay there for like two or three nights once they got all the money. Then they would all be picked up clandestinely in the middle of the night, right? And disappear the next day and then they'd move on to the next village. 
And they were just like rinsing all these rural countryside. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> Super funny. It's like if you're going to go buy a wife. Yeah, yeah. Like, you kind of deserve it. Yeah, right? you kind of deserve it. Yeah, I agreed. I loved it. Agreed, yeah. I loved that um, shit. So, yeah, uh, that's... Yeah. That's that's kind of the the beal and the end of all yeah. It's not like putting we didn't want. It's not like flat Earth stuff. It's not like saying it doesn't exist. This, mm. It's a massive cultural problem. It is huge. Um, and you do see you know symptoms of that problem with the things like the companion dolls, with the things yeah. like uh, the streaming service. They've even got these scans. They've got these sex doll brothels. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. They absolutely do. I wonder what the legality of that is in China. Probably illegal. Well, I mean, so are normal. All ones. prostitution is illegal, but it's rampant in China, and mm. uh, you know. People might say, oh, you're just trying to make China look bad by saying that. No, every single small little town that you visit and you stay in a hotel, they're sticking those prostitute cards underneath. You go oh, out, yeah, you can't escape. You, you go out, you're sitting out having dinner and you're approached by pimps. And it's 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 everywhere. It's just one of those open secrets. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, so. I mean, yeah, it, get, it gets super annoying. In the beginning, you get scared because yeah. like. You're in this uh, very strict country in your yeah. mind, mm. and then you see these crimes, right, in day, like broad daylight. Yes, yeah. prostitution and like people approaching you for it. So you get really nervous. Yeah. Then you realize it's just literally part of society. It's right? totally normal. You never get on board with it, but it's everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a strange phenomenon. And look, like, it's it's a tough place morally to be in here because I just want to say this, like, you know, it's very easy to say, oh, well, it's their fault because of the one-child policy mm. and. You know, if they want to do all the selective abortion stuff, then they should pay for their their mistakes. But I feel incredibly uh, sad and um, sorry for these guys that are yeah, stuck in the rural sucks. area. It's um, it's not their fault. No, because you you run into them and you you can mm. see just how how dismal it really mm. is. You know, it's not it's not fair. You know, it's not fair for them to be born you into will that situation. Be alone. Yeah, forever alone is a real thing. Unless you can afford to buy yourself a wife from another country, or you can afford to to move into the city and get enough money to impress the city girl. Yeah, yeah, because it's very rare. Yeah, yeah. If you're from a rural area, that's the, that's the thing though. These the cities are just a completely different thing, and and it's it's such a, a facade because China is not the cities. I, I mean, that's a stupid thing to say, but it's literally like 90% of China is not in these big cities. Mm. You know, these big cities are a small percentage. And this a lot is, of it's in the sprawl. And, yeah, and this is, this is what people see when they mm. go to China. They see Shanghai, they see mm. Beijing, they see Shenzhen, they see all of this stuff, and they think this is China, but it's actually Life not. Life is quite dire. Yeah, it's like, you, it's like going to America and just going to New York City. And then thinking that's what America's all about. I actually had a really interesting response from a lot of Chinese subscribers on my last video where I talked about the crime rate fallacy of China. Yeah. Like China's much more dangerous than people talk about. Yeah. And uh, they were talking about, a bunch of people said this, like, you be, you got to be kidding me. I moved to America five years ago. And when I go back to China, when I go to these villages where these people, where my family comes from and this stuff, I'm terrified mm -hmm. because there is no law. There it's is no law. terrifying yeah. some of these places. The, the, the big issue is like, from my previous video as well, is if you do get into trouble, no one's going to help you. No. It's like shouting so, in a cave like yeah. no one can hear. And that's incredibly dangerous. And because no one helps you, no one goes and reports that crime mm. to the police. So the crime's not reported nope. and it doesn't go into the statistics. Nope. And so you think it's incredibly safe. It's a, it's an interesting situation. For sure. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's time to answer a couple of questions before we move on to our next segment. I absolutely agree. Mm. Hopefully. So, I got, you know, I wanted to keep that in a fun note, but we had to get into the, yeah, the real stuff. Yeah, you have so. to. I mean, that's what it's all about. But, uh, okay. Yeah. Next. Um, 
Jim Thrower, thank you very much. Uh, Dion Chapman, thank you, man. As always, have a beer on you guys. We will. Uh, we will. Probably not today. No. But maybe this weekend. Absolutely. Uh, Massive Fin says, what do you miss most from China? And to help pay for diapers. Thank you very much, Massive Fins. Thank you. Um, uh, obviously, the easy one for that is uh, I miss the vibe. Yeah, know? the vibe. It's like... Um, the vibe which is disappearing, unfortunately. But yeah. That, that whole still, thing... You can find it. Yeah, the whole thing of being able to sit outside on, just a, chill, on, a, meet on a warm summer's night, mm. drinking a cold beer and... Everyone's having fun. Watching people walk by and, you know, just having fun with your friends and stuff. I, I will mirror that. Yeah. Uh, Heath. Mm. Uh, the Snapdragon. Heath Runyon. Uh, take off that soon-to-be Vegas Raiders hat and buy you a Ballast Point victory at Sea Beer. Thank you, Heath. Now, if you missed the beginning of the video, I do not want to wear this hat. This is actually a punishment. Please do not think I'm a Raiders He has fan. to support the winning team, so that's why he's wearing the hat. It is the winning team. You wouldn't be wearing it otherwise, so come on. What? <laughs> you know? Massive fans again. Vivi, Winston, Olivia, and Lucia. Sasha's first gluttony holiday called Thanksgiving soon. Yeah, it'll be their first one. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We'll, uh, but we'll let you know. We'll let you know. Liang. L L Young. L L Young. Beer money. Beer money. Thank you. It. Thank you, dude. Appreciate it. Um, Jeremiah Johnson. If my Chinese girlfriend and I get married, how far are my responsibilities likely to extend to her parents in their retirement? I know you've discussed uh, children being. Part That's of tough. Uh, to be honest, it depends on how traditional your wife is, but you're probably going to be settled with looking after the grandparents. So you know, if you're going to get married, you have to take that into consideration. Now, seriously, when they retire, they're going to want to move in with you, and if you're in another country, you're probably going to have to sponsor their visas and bring them over and do all that kind of stuff. Be very aware, and talk with your wife and see what she expects mm. or your soon-to-be wife. Because you need to know what she expects. If she's, you know, a little bit more pro progressive and modern, you might be lucky and get away with not doing that. But if she's very traditional, you might be in for a crappy ride, my friend. Yeah, I, I agree. Because I've got nothing against in-laws, but like to have them in your house, interfering with your life all the time, chopping those freaking things at like seven in the morning to wake everyone up in the neighborhood and just doing things that you normally wouldn't like in your house. It's not fun. Yes. Mm. Tom. O'Connell. Wow, she is hot. I'm assuming he's talking about the companion doll. Uh, which one are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. uh, what do you think China will do if Trump signs the bill supporting Hong Kong? I don't have to say what I think. I'll just say what I know is going to happen. So when he signs this bill, China's going to say, you've heard the feelings of the Chinese people. We yeah. will never we forgive this. There will be some strong repercussions for yeah. this. That's what they always say. Yeah. China's very good at saying things, but they never stick to their promises. This is the, the CCP. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously not the people, but the yeah. CCP. Um, and you can see that with everything that they've promised ever. It's just always, they play the long game, they procrastinate, they never do it. And it's the same with threats. They threaten a lot. They threaten all the time. Oh, yeah. There's a Google search. It's a Google statistic. Yeah. If you type in hurt the feelings of China, mm -hmm. there's like 48,000 search results. And then you can do every country in the world. And like all of them are like in the single or double digits. Yeah. Because nobody says that. It's always, you know, a, a French company does something. Oh, you've heard the mm. feelings of the Chinese people. You know, we will strongly oppose and, you know, mm. there will be repercussions. It's like whatever, you know. So just take it with a pinch of salt. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we have a bunch more, but let's move yeah, on. We're going to move on to our next one, which of course is Guanxi Corner, where we talk about relationships of various kinds. Could be business, could be romantic, could be anything really. So what have we got? Uh, let me pull it up here. All right. <clears throat> read ahead. 
Hey guys, I'm Trey, I guess that's how you pronounce it, an American subscriber, and I am in a bit of a bad situation right now. Okay. I keep this simple. But anyway, my Chinese wife and I moved back to St. Louis last year, and we had our first child. The thing is, her mother-in-law came to visit two months ago, and she hasn't left yet. She keeps, this is very apt. <laughs> yep. She keeps bothering me and my wife about bringing our son back to China. Both me and my wife want to stay in the USA and are not comfortable bringing him back to China until he's much older. My mother-in-law is convinced that China is better for him, and I'm actually worried that she's going to try and take him to China without us. Am I crazy? Ooh, uh, Trey. <laughs> yeah, be careful. Make sure that uh, if your child has a passport that it's locked away. Mm. It's impossible for us to know because, like, I don't know this woman. I'm just going to say be careful. This does happen. It no, it, does. it actually does happen. Because what happens is, like, the grandparents get taken away from their grandchildren. Yeah. And then they think that, like, a lot of that generation is convinced that China is on the up and up and that is the best place for them. Sure. And they're also convinced that that kid is Chinese. They, right. they believe the child belongs to them because mm. you have to understand the Chinese family you unit. Understand China. Right? Yeah, you got to understand China, okay? I need floppy hair when I do that. Yeah, you got to understand China. <laughs> um, anyway, the thing is, uh, they expect fully to take care of the grandchild. It's kind of what they've been expecting their whole lives. You know, the in the Chinese family unit, the parents are usually pressuring their children to have kids as soon as mm -hmm. possible, right? In their yeah. 20s. And they put a lot of pressure on that because... They want that grandchild to be born so they can look after it and like, you know, take care of it and it'll grow up because that's kind of their responsibility. It's almost as if it's their child, mm. you know, because mm. their own children are actually taken care of by their parents. So they right. don't really get this this experience of raising a child. Right. Right. So they want to raise that child by themselves. And then that child is supposed to kind of look after them when they get older. Mm. You know, it's kind of the it's a this cycle. cycle. So, so you're you, breaking. Yeah, that you've cycle. broken the cycle, and they feel cheated. Mm. So they might just up and go with the kid because they believe that it's it does owed happen. to them. It does happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's actually a really good question. Yeah, I'd be very careful. Hide the hide the travel documents. Yes, hide the travel documents. Be if reasonable. You, you got to be fair as well. You know, yeah, like. Of course. Um, you just have to get to a situation where you make a deal with them. Like, look, when when our kid's five years old or something, then we'll all travel together sure, to China or something, sure. you know. Or, or but I understand his concern. Out. He's literally saying, yeah. not until he's older. Yeah. yeah. He's a baby, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's all sorts of Chinese traditional beliefs that they think that, you know, if you drink the Chinese water and eat the Chinese food in China, that's good for Chinese bodies and stuff. You know, you've heard this all before, yeah, right? Yeah, it's just like... And so they probably like <laughs> desperately think that it's super nece necessary mm. for the child to go to yeah, China. Yeah, so that's understand their perspective. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah, you have to just come to a compromise. And I think, honestly, the best compromise you can come to is make sure that the grandparents can visit and have access sure. to the child, you know, at least semi-regularly yeah but just don't let them go anywhere by themselves right cool mm. um let's do a couple more questions and yep. then we'll move on to our last our thing. last what, what are you talking about our last say oh yeah the world, world view of course um yeah we'll do two questions and then we're hitting world view okay uh next mm -hmm. blb says um i've been watching both of your guys content for as long as i remember you both had a major impact on my life i send all my love to your families and wish you the best in your lives i appreciate that so much thank you thank you um next lestaris says winston i know china owns australia but the flag near the beginning yeah. was a new zealand flag i know i know and i said I, I said the australian flag was behind the chinese flag uh leorea says how much would it cost to have a family of five in china like what does that mean so like three kids yeah well, delivery is going to cost you about two grand each. 
Um, let's say... It's actually pretty cheap. Yeah. Like, the, the, if you want to go cheap out on the hospital stuff and do just, like... Oh, yeah, you could... General wards would be sure. a couple hundred dollars. You don't want to do that. No, you don't. But I'm just saying, it would be cheap. And also, cost of living is definitely a lot cheaper, especially in a smaller town. But bear in mind that the if you're a foreigner life. and your child is born in China, it will be Chinese. No, you can change that. You, yeah. you can, but it's super hard. Yeah, you yeah. had to go through that. It's very annoying. Yeah, it's super hard. So... Just remember there's going to be that. Mm. And if your child is not Chinese, getting them into schooling there is very, very Probably difficult. You yeah, you, you have to pay huge amounts of money mm. or do a private uh, mm. international school, which is stupid expensive, like more expensive than the college in the U.S. Yeah, so if you're talking about having a reasonable mm. life, a mm. family of five, and you're not Chinese, it's going yeah. to be way more than where you're from. Yes, way, 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 way more. Maybe the birthing process is cheaper. Yeah, that's about it. Mm. That's it. Okay. Cool. Last segment, please. Mm-hmm. Last segment, of course, is worldview, where we talk about things that are happening in the world, especially when it has something to do with China. Nice. And uh, this time, uh, we're actually going to go to a more serious note. Mm-hmm. You know, this the, the protests in Hong Kong, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know them. Everyone knows them. So you've got the protests going on in Hong Kong, and the government passed a law that said that face masks were illegal. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to wear them. Because the whole point of that was they want to be able to identify who the protesters are so that they can, you know, arrest them or dox their family or whatever. You know, they do all these dastardly kind of communist era things, put pressure <laughs> on the family and yes. stuff. Um, and just recently, a judge ruled that that law was unconstitutional and in reversed Hong Kong it. Court. Yeah, in a Hong Kong court and reversed it. But Beijing, the CCP showed its true colors and came out blasting, saying only the CCP can determine whether a law is constitutional or not in Hong Kong. So in the agreement, when it was handed over, it was yeah. that Hong Kong maintains 100% judicial system, its own system, yes. right? But then they come out and get so mad yeah. in public media and say, you can't do that, we make all your laws. Yeah. So one country, two systems no. has always been a farce. Yes. It's basically... One country, you we, you can pretend to have another system as long as you do exactly as we say and we change your laws the way we want. And that's why the people of it's Hong got a ring Kong to it. Are, are, so, are fighting so much because a lot of people overseas might think it's ridiculous. Like, hey, enough is enough, you know, because the protests mm. have gotten violent. There's arson. There's all this crap mm. going on. And there's a lot of stuff that most people just can't stand behind. They'll be like, look, that's unreasonable. Mm. You can't be doing that. Um, there are a couple of bad eggs always that spoil it for everyone. But that's not the thing. Why is it that so many people in Hong Kong are protesting for so long? It's six months now. Mm-hmm. Why? It's because they realize that they're, this, this whole thing's a bunch of crap. And the only way they can change it and get Beijing to stick by its promise is to bring attention to what Beijing has been doing. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's utter, the, the final end game, if they stop, is utter destruction and dismantling of Hong Kong. Yeah. And it'll, it'll be a proper police state if they gave up. Yeah. You know? Um, and so that's why it. you've got these university students putting, actually putting their lives on the line. Mm-hmm. And they are, you know, they've got that whole thing that now when they're being arrested, they shout out their names. Mm-hmm. And they, sh- they I'm promise, mentally healthy. They, they promise I will not commit suicide. Because there's um, been so many suicides. Yeah, there have been suicides. so many suicides because these people that are being arrested suddenly end up committing suicide. Uh, and of course, people are like, that's a bunch of bollocks, right? So it's a, it's a tough situation. I don't think most people realize how tough and dangerous the situation mm. in hong kong it's is now really for bad. hong kong people you know right and i i get it you know in south africa when i was growing up it was 
it's tough for everyone back then. You know, we had bombings and, you know, riots and looting and everything's like burning down around you. And if you weren't there, it didn't really matter to you. You know, if you're mm. overseas, you're busy, I don't know, sitting back and watching Ghostbusters or something and <laughs> eating popcorn. You don't care, right? Yeah. Um, and it's the same if you if you don't know Hong Kong, if you're not really, uh, you know, invested in that part of the world, you might gloss over this, but it's it's an incredibly important time in history to look and see what happens here because this is going to determine uh, the outcome of China, really, mm -hmm. because they're showing, the Chinese government are showing the world exactly what it is they are. The, mm. You know, the, the wool is being pulled away from people's eyes and they can see what their motivations are and exactly how they're going yeah, we to We talked behave. about this a million times. No one yeah. was really talking about China mm. uh, not that long ago. Sure. But because of situations like this, they are seeing other things like the Xinjiang issue. Yes. Like, you know, all of the human rights atrocities and even like workers' rights atrocities and just the crazy dark stuff that happens there yeah. now has a light shed on it. And not to mention Taiwan, who is looking yeah. at this situation and becoming saying, very empowered to never join China. Yeah, because, the, you know, Xi Jinping basically and the, the CCP were courting Taiwan and saying, look, you you could be the same as Hong Kong, this right. one they're country, like, yeah, two some, systems. Some people were like, you know what, all right. Yeah, they're maybe. like, yeah, that seems fine, you know, so you won't interfere and, you know, then we're just not enemies or anything anymore. And now they're like, well, screw that. No, I'm, we're out. Yeah, screw that with a capital S. Right. You know, look at what you've done to the people of Hong Kong and how badly you're treating the the locals there because it's just gotten worse man mm. it's just gotten worse we're going to talk about it more in the future as things for develop sure. for sure but uh, uh we at the moment are very upset for our friends in hong kong and upset that anyone's getting hurt mm. it doesn't matter what side they're on to be honest like for if sure. you're getting hurt it's just not it's not acceptable but you know there it is so that was that and i think it's time for our final segment of the day which is of course our why don't you, Q &A. Why don't you introduce what that yeah because is. that's where we answer questions that uh, are asked of us you know <laughs> uh daniel wilcox says <laughs> yeah. seeing rubber reminds me of the soft rubber scooter helmets that would not save a single person during a road accident okay i didn't um, i don't know about those soft rubber helmets do you know, remember a lot of the motorcycle taxi riders will wear a hard hat that yeah. has no strap, yeah, like a yeah. plastic. What is that going to do? Well, it's just to skirt the law. Yes, yeah, just to skirt the law. Uh, you'll find that in, in most Southeast Asian countries as well, when they put a law there that says you must wear a helmet, like Vietnam or mm. anywhere. So then they're like, well, fine, okay, I have to wear a helmet. So then they'll just put any old crap on their head. But just, they don't buckle no, it up. No, they don't buckle it up. It's just rubbish. It would never you know, help I you in an accident. That insane. Yeah. Maybe I'm too old. It's not that. It's just it's too inconvenient for them to care about safety. Fair enough. Yeah. Massive fins again. You talked about mistresses. We see videos of wives beating them half to death on the streets. They don't blame the husbands. That's a really good point. Yeah. So usually what happens is the wife will find out that their husband has a second wife. Yeah. He's going to get a talking to at home, but for mm -hmm. the most part, it's more important for her face to confront her, the, the second mistress. They blame the, the mistress. They blame, they blame the mistress. It's the mistress's fault for seducing the husband. That's usually how it goes down. And that is a huge chauvinist part of, of Chinese culture, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. The man has the final say, usually. Mm, and right? I mean, like, but let's be honest, other... the, the wife and, and the mistress, they're in it for the money. And, mm. you know, so it's like they're fighting over a prize. Over it's... a bank account. Yeah, Very it's a true. nasty, nasty situation. Um, I did a video about that ages ago as well. It got yeah. demonetized because I actually showed footage of them beating each other up mm. and stuff. So, yeah. yeah, YouTube hates that. Yeah. Uh, Coffee Mancer, stay awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks. Uh, Dustin Pearson finally back on stream. Uh, well, we do it every other week. Yeah. Dustin, yeah. don't worry. 
Guys, if China never changed from uh, how it was near when you arrived, would you think it a possibility to raise your kids there? I think I would yeah. have stayed. I w it wouldn't have been ideal, but I definitely would have stayed. No, I would have. Yeah. You know. Um, oh, we wouldn't have left. You know, the way things were changing, it was getting to a point where I could foresee in the future that, they, that it would be... No, I'm saying before. Oh, like, yeah, as it was yeah, changing, yeah. I would see that it could possibly have opened up to a point where they would have allowed people like myself, foreigners, mm -hmm. who've invested so much of their lives in the country to actually settle down and get mm -hmm. some kind of residential status mm -hmm. and, and whatever. And look, this thing about a green card is a bunch of bollocks. Please, anyone who thinks it's possible to get a, a Chinese green card, let me tell you what a Chinese green card is. A Chinese green card is a 10-year working visa is what it is. Congratulations. Basically, it's not giving you citizenship. You do not no, have the rights have no of an average rights. citizen. This green card, as they call it, is literally just a long-term working visa. And it can be canceled at any time. And if they just decide, it's it's a bunch of bollocks. It's not worth the plastic it's printed on. Um, just like driver's licenses there, which you'll find out tomorrow in my very oh, yeah. special expose about how, I, how I bought my Chinese driver's license. But freaking, that's all about tomorrow. Freaking plug boy. Yeah, I'm plugging. You know what I mean? Plugging away. Bloody spark uh, plug over here. Uh, Edward Barry. Are there <laughs> any legal reasons to kill another person in China? What? Legal Whether reason. it be self-defense or defense in of one's property. Oh, I, th I see what you mean. As always, by the way, thank you guys for the great information. I don't know about that. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of stories. One thing that really pissed me off is um, a grandfather beat up a, a kidnapper. Mm. So a kidnapper stole, the, stole his grandchild, mm. right? in the market mm -hmm. and then he spotted the grandchild on the back of the guy's scooter mm. like you know on the road nice so he caught him and he beat the guy up so severely the guy actually died later mm. in hospital fair enough and then the grandpa went to jail mm. you know for now, like murder so what happens in china is who has more money and more connections right yeah it's literally what it boils down to yeah it's true if there was international light on a murder something like this there might be a semblance of a court case sure. or something but actually sure. in reality it's who you know who you can bribe who you can pay yeah and that's how the law works right mm. so if you had some like multi-millionaire i have a good good example yeah i was in the car with a government official yeah. driving on back roads going to some fish restaurant some sure. crap right and he, there were peasants and, and farmers and stuff with their bicycles and just people, kids walking on the street. And he was ripping in this Toyota Crown at like, phew, had to have been like 70 miles an hour on these back roads. Right. The speed limit was like 10. Sure. And he's ripping by and he's almost hitting people and people are like getting out of the way and I'm like freaking out. Mm. And then I was talking to a Chinese friend and he was like, that's because legitimately if this guy had hit anyone, it's more of an inconvenience for him to actually drive slowly than it is to just pay someone off if you ran someone over. That's how serious it is. Yeah, you know it's, I mean? it's, it's pretty awful. Um, I remember in Shenzhen, there was an illegal street race at night. Uh, it happens kind of often with the Furodais, you know, the rich guys. And um, this guy crashed a, a Skyline GTR into mm. the back of a, a Shenzhen taxi. I think it was an electric taxi. Mm. And so it caught on fire. Mm. And the two people in the taxi died mm -hmm. from, you know, the two passengers and the driver. So three people. Um, and the guy fled the scene. And then later, all of a sudden, somebody who worked for his family, who's like real low class, turns up and claimed responsibility for the crash. And he didn't have any bruises or anything on him. <laughs> and that's kind of how it works there. You guys can Google like uh, prison doubles. If yeah. you're wealthy or famous in China, often someone you can pay someone to go to yeah, jail for you, you pay someone to go to jail for you and suffer the punishment right you know, and uh, that why would someone do that it benefits their family they yeah, get the money right? yeah the family gets the money yeah uh, thank you that's a good question grady gillis 
Uh, thank you, man. That's mm-hmm. awesome. You probably uh, have enough beer for the evening. Actually, you don't. <laughs> we have none. Yeah, we'll, we'll, fi- we'll uh, fix that up. But thanks to you guys, we'll have money for that. Yeah. Uh, so you. split this and buy some nappies as needed. Keep it rolling, gents. You're doing something useful and meaningful with your videos. Really thank appreciate you. that because we get down sometimes. Like you get um, people that really are questioning, like why why are you going this in depth about this stuff? And it makes it makes me think about it sometimes. Well, but I this, appreciate there, it. I, I have to quickly talk about that for a minute here. Sure. Um, while everyone knows that right now we're not in China, right? Mm. We are in California. Tell me, look at the background. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's Guangzhou. Mm. Um, but we're not in China. We're based out of California. We fly to Asia every once in a while to go and film and do what we do. But we moved here for a very specific purpose, and that is because our safety was at risk. Why was our safety at risk? Because when we were doing just mild criticisms of China. Not even that, just Not documentary just, stuff, just, nice stuff. Just nice stuff, trying to show what China's like. And, you know, this is before any of my videos were ever political we're or careful. critical. Super careful, self-censoring all the time. The, the Chinese nationalists, the 50 Cent guys, are so insecure that they cannot handle anything other than a foreigner breathing sunshine up their ass about how mm. amazing China is. So if a foreigner says, I love China, but you know what? The road's not that great. They will suddenly say, like, well, screw you. The road's in your country aren't great. Now I'm going to find you and kill you. Yeah. But then it got to a point where they they thought, okay, what's the best way to shut these guys up? Let's attack them. Mm. Let's try to run them out of China. Let's try to force them out by attacking their families and all this kind of stuff, which then, you know, proceeded to happen. They tried to get my wife fired. They tried to get your wife fired. They tried to get them arrested as spies. They tried to do all this freaking garbage they kept reporting me to the local police and to the, the spy agencies and stuff and it's bloody stupid to do that because if you're going to do that it's not going to make me all of a sudden um be quiet in fact it's going to have the opposite effect it gets to a point where you're like okay okay i'll tell the truth now. fine if you want to behave so badly i'm just going to stop excusing a lot of the bad behavior that mm. i see around mm. me because i had reason to excuse it in the past because I didn't want to offend, you know, my Chinese friends or Chinese family and stuff. I wanted them to just save a little bit of face. Mm. But once they push you over that edge mm-hmm. and they start attacking your family and stuff, then you find no reason. So to their detriment, by them trying to make us quiet, they've actually made us a lot louder mm-hmm. and made us get to a point where we're just not interested in the bullshit anymore. We're just going to cut through it and we're going to talk about Positive or negative. Yeah, positive or negative. We're going to talk about it all. I th- you covered it very well there. I just want to clarify a lot of this. You're not just talking about internet trolls. We're talking about the actual government yeah. who is punishing us for doing very positive things in China because they're that paranoid right now yes. about media, about anyone with a voice in China. When we're literally filming camels yeah. and we're getting like strip search and everything taken apart and driven out of a province. Yeah. When that happens and you're like, this place is probably not on a good path. No. for Especially for foreigners? No, no. And uh, we need to start telling those stories. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, thanks. For um, Andrew Gormley says, My wife lives in Jakarta, Indonesia, mm-hmm. and she asked me to move and teach English. I have no experience. What are your tips for starting and making lesson plans? Uh, take a TEFL. Yeah, they'll teach you everything. Uh, you can do an online TEFL course. Uh, ITTT is like an easy one, and they'll teach you how to do all that stuff. Yeah, our friend DM just recently did mm-hmm. and passed his TEFL online. It's fairly yeah. easy. Yeah. Did it in a, like two weeks or something, something right? Something like that. Uh, yeah. Now, the TEFL will prepare you for everything. 
Yeah. Um, and watch some YouTube about ESL yeah, teachers. Yeah. You know? And there's also a great website called Dave's ESL Cafe mm-hmm. um, that most foreign English teachers use for like lesson plans and yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, they share them and stuff. If yeah. it's still around. If it's, I don't know. I mean, it's been, it's been like six years since I've taught any English. Yeah, or, or it's more. been at least yeah. that. Yeah, us. at least, yeah. But that's definitely a good start. And Jakarta is a good place to go. I think you'll yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, I heard Indonesia is like Medvin. Yeah. We'll definitely be riding through there at some point. Yeah. Uh, Chris P. Bacon. Crispy bacon. You oh, get it? that's pretty oh, cool. Like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah epic. Yeah. Uh, apologies if you already addressed this, but do you have any opinion on the proven link between Hong Kong protesters and U.S. intelligence? What's the proven link? I, I appreciate your super chat. But let's it's more not. like the missing link. More like the missing link between yeah. Hong Kong. That's um, that's very far fetched, and it's a very convenient excuse for the government. So to CIA. To, like to by explain. that same token, we're also in the CIA. Yeah. So there you go. You know the. All these people that accuse the Hong Kong people of being in the CIA accuse me and him. I mean, maybe him because he's American. Yeah, but, but come they, on. They accuse me of if being in the CIA. If we were in the CIA, we wouldn't be allowed to talk. We wouldn't be allowed to be on YouTube right That's now. That's for sure. And on top of that, they wouldn't get some South African dude to join the CIA to talk about China. It doesn't make sense. Blow our cover. Yeah. Nah, stay away from this conspiracy theory shit. Because like, if, if there was a proven link between the Hong Kong protesters and the U.S. intelligence... There actually yeah. wouldn't be because you wouldn't know about it. Yeah. Sorry. That's how life is. Yeah. Um, Miss Soy Sauce. Hmm. <laughs> question. Uh, have you ever heard about the re- recent broken iPhone scandal in the yes. US? Yeah. People in China talking about it. Um, I haven't seen any news about it in, in China. China. But that's that's not the first time that's happened. There, there are a couple of these situations. There was another guy a couple of months ago where it was $6 million. This one was like ridiculous, like $25 yeah, million dollars or something. Um, and for those of you who don't know, basically what was happening is um, Chinese, naturalized Chinese uh, Americans living mm-hmm. here, or just even people that were here, what they would do is they would get these fake broken iPhones mm. sent in, like fake fake iPhones, which they'd put a, uh, like a legitimate EIME mm. number and stuff on it. And what they would do is they'd walk into the Apple store and be like, look, I bought this Apple phone wherever and it's broken. I need a replacement. And because it's how they work they would just immediately take it in scan the 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 eime number see it's a legitimate phone give them a brand new one and then they would send it back to china where it gets sold at a massive markup obviously and then uh they'd split the profits so apple lost like 25 million dollars on this Mm -hmm. last last one and six million dollars before that is quite a common thing for chinese exchange students to do here Mm -hmm. you know yeah i mean those guys I don't know what their punishment's going to be, but it's going to be hefty. It better be. I think it will be. They're screwing people over big time. It's true. Yeah. Uh, Leoria Araya. Good work. Mm. Keep it up, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Neon Noir. Where's DM? He's actually moving for work. Yeah. Um, He's uh, being kidnapped by a dragon. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't like to talk about it. In reality, he's moving for work. Yeah. Um, innocent bystander. With how much hate I, got dire- I get directed to Serpents today, the fact that you keep going is inspirational. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. And what about me? Huh? Yeah. I just don't talk about it as much. Yeah, you just... Well, no, that's... Whine. I'm joking. No, nonsense. Kind of joke. You don't get as much hate as I do. Oh, pfft. Give me a break. Yeah, I'd say you get about 70 to 80% of yeah, the that's, hate. Yeah, that's a good chunk. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah, um, let's let's do like the hate Olympics here. Oppression Olympics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish it was less. Yeah. I wish you got way more than me. Yeah. Uh, Brittany Pudding. I can't... Should I pop this out? Yeah, does that work? Oh, yeah, you can move this out. It, it, it didn't help. Yeah, we can't see the last one there. Stop! I think let's just go to the normal chat. And I okay. Think, oh. uh, sending love from Nunavut, Canada. That's all the way up in the Arctic wow. Circle. 
Uh, do you think Trump will sign the Hong Kong rights bill? I think he's gonna. Would it make much of a difference? Um, it's gonna go through either way. I don't think it needs a signature. Number two, hmm. um, I think he's gonna put it off and be like, "Look at Xi, look at Xi Jinping. Look, I'm not. I, I respect you and all this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? But Maybe. it'll go through anyway." Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the the butthurtedness when that passes, if it passes, because it will, it'll, pass. it'll be incredible to to watch the butthurtedness. You know, the butthurtedness. Yes. What a word! Oh, it's going to be fantastic. The glass hearts will shatter Tickets. so. Crap. <laughs> they're going to shatter so much. Well, if you're not going to wear the, the how wings, dare you? You do not wear team. that crap, garbage, scumbag <sighs> team. I'm a raider. You would be a raiders fan. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be on the winning team Evil here. Pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so sorry. The the glass heart shattering will you know just line the streets. That'll be awesome. Shards of broken glass. I love that. Um, it's gonna be awesome. Anyway, um, <clears throat> let's get some normal questions because it's unfair just to sure. read the the super chats. Uh, I got this dude saying you're not South African sea milk. You haven't seen hell like Winston had. It has nothing to do with anything. Uh, but it is the true. Fact, the fact that it I is know true. everything. Yeah, but we've spoken about this. Yeah, yeah. People act like we're not friends sometimes. Yeah, Have you noticed weird. this? Yeah. They think like we don't talk to each other. They send messages. So they'll send like, us the same email and be like, I need help. You know, Find me a supplier for pipes. Yeah, and they send it to both of us. Send it, it's like copy paste. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm, you're definitely not getting a reply now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or they'll send a message to me like, "Hey, uh, you know, I like you, but I can't stand sea milk stuff." And then they they'll do the same to you. Same oh, to me, yeah. I, I love your videos, it's but like, I can't stand serpents. What do, they, so, what do you do, think you're going to become friends with me and like over this issue? It is an odd situation because we do talk to each other every day. I'm <laughs> keeping this hat, by the way. Please do. I like it. Please do. Um, guys, can you tell us more about drinking water in China? Did a video about that. I can yeah. plug myself. Uh, yeah, I tested can. the safety of drinking water in China. Just type in drinking. Can you drink the water in China? It's on my channel. Uh, uh, it's more? bad. You can't. Yeah, you can't actually drink the water in the tap water in China. And even if you boil it, it still has heavy metals and stuff in it. You got to be careful of. Uh, mm. Absolutely. Um, see if I can find something. Yeah, find something, and I'll entertain people in the meantime by saying that I know absolutely nothing about the Raiders, but I like this hat. And now we're not going to talk to each other every day. <laughs> I'm going to be wearing this crap all the time. It's only funny to you because you don't watch football. Yeah, well, it's all the same. It's like you know. Big, big burly guys wearing a lot of armor, jumping at each other and stuff and throwing balls. Yeah, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> you got to understand, man, where I come from, it's all about rugby, right? I and I don't I care, I don't care about rugby either, oh, okay? Gotcha. <laughs> or cricket. Okay. Do you know what it means to be out for a duck? No. Yeah, well. <clears throat> Sounds terrible. Whatever that, that is. Cricket goes on forever. It can be it like does days. Like, like days, right? Days and days and Do days. People just get drunk. Um, in South Africa, yes, that's... One of the only escapes. Mm. Mm. Um, got to. There's got to be a question. People are warning you not to walk down the streets with that in L.A. What uh, this? Yeah, it's bad. Okay. So uh, it's a it's a regional thing. L.A. doesn't like the Raiders. They're from Oakland. Uh, Where's that exactly? What? Give me a Outside city in San Oakland. Francisco. Oh, it's so it's in California. Yeah, Northern California. Oh, Huge okay. rivalry. But oh. everyone in the NFL hates the Raiders because they have like super scummy tactics. And their fans are like criminals. Literally, they have signs like, I didn't, I skipped my court date to be at this game. <laughs> I'm liking this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go Raiders. Oh my gosh, I wish this didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, um, You're not seeing any other questions? Either? I it's am, dumb, but right? a lot of them are just dumb. Not dumb questions, just like we've already covered it. Okay. Dumb to answer is what I mean. Mm. 
Um, and a lot of stuff like, you plan on coming to this place where I live? You know, that kind of stuff. We love to. I mean, we always do. <laughs> We'd love to come to every place that no, you write. Seriously, as much as possible. <laughs> right. um, and we're trying to expand where we go because obviously we love Asia and we keep flying out to Vietnam and Taiwan mm. and, you know, wherever else. And we'll be going to India hopefully soon. That keeps getting put off because of things like I'm having a kid shortly. Mm. But um, uh, we've got a lot of places still to go. But we would love to explore the more traditional areas too, you know? For sure. Like places in the U.S. and Europe. Yeah. Um, I'll, I guess I'll end up with the last question, like, where, where is the 50 cent? People are, like, concerned. This is the first time that there's not, like, a ton of Wumaos in here. And it's, it's weird because I haven't really been modding this. So maybe, usually they're, like, rampant. Yeah. So where did they go? Uh, they haven't woken up yet. Mm. Also, the VPNs in China have been going down. Dude, the free VP, ones the are VPNs white. are tight as all hell mm. right now. And, you know, I got some friends that are struggling right now just to be able to talk to me on WhatsApp and things, you know, because um, obviously you don't want to talk about certain things over WeChat mm. because it's all monitored. But what's going on right now is the VPNs are going down so much that they can't even connect. Mm. And big VPNs, mm. you know, they're all going down. But definitely the susceptible, because they don't pay money for them. Yeah. The Wumaos don't like that. No, the, They'll the, use like crap free ones. The, the, the Wumaos will not pay, mm. which is, you know, pretty good because it keeps them out. <laughs> so Wumaos came in, but I think they're just being fake Wumaos. Yeah. Yeah, oh, by the way, the Raiders are moving to Las Vegas. Cool. No. Vegas, baby. <laughs> Raiders all the way. That's cool. Well, well you have a team now. Yeah, I don't You're know. I've never, get punched. I've never seen what they Not look by like. Me. I'm but, a reasonable person. Yeah, you look them up. They're called the, their their fans are called the black hole. Like they're <laughs> their actual stadium. This sounds great. They're just dirty, dirty. Okay. Anyway, um, uh, I guess we should wrap this up. Okay. All right. Let's wrap it up. Should I um, put on my glasses with you? Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. This is pretty cool. Be, this will be fun. Both Ray Bans, by the way. Yeah. Exactly. Who I don't support anymore. I I want to say something quick. Don't right. support Ray Ban. Um, because they are capitulating with China. When you go to their website, it's like Taiwan, China, mm. and they're like trying to expand the Chinese market and push out Taiwan. But don't break and throw away your stuff out of principle because no. it's already been purchased. Yeah, that right? doesn't make so sense. So I enjoy you. it. I mean, yeah, I'm on the fence because, you know, it's, they make good stuff. They make great stuff. I love Ray Bans. I've had these for years yeah, and years and years and years. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just the new manager or something that's a little shill and he's maybe spoiling it for the company. Right. You know, so why why take it out in the you know the company because they've got stupid management staff or whatever. That's true. Mm. Fair enough. Okay, uh, guys, look, this was a serious topic. It's something that you should look into and try to understand. This shortage of women in China is a real thing, but Don't it's look up the companion. But tells. it's not a real thing. <laughs> no, not in the big cities. No. As you've been able to see, this is Shenzhen, by the way, in Huajian Bay, the electronics district, which, by the way, has a disproportionate amount of women in the sales booths and stuff. Have you mm. noticed? Yeah, yeah for almost sure. every single check shop it's just women young mm. women doing it i don't know what the deal is with that but it's like they're like majority. not college grads they're like 18 to 21 yeah and they're doing they learn in these shops yeah and they they sit there and they'll solder it's things impressive. And it's, yeah it's amazing obviously like right now you're seeing a lot of the lot of dudes on the street doing the deliveries and things yeah they'll do that but inside these buildings it's like 80 percent women mm. uh which is interesting so this Gender disparity doesn't exist in the big cities of China. Mm -hmm. It only exists in the rural farmlands. Correct. But China is a lot of rural farmlands. Yes. Put it that way. Um, I thought, well, I really hope you found this interesting. And I'm glad, I'm really glad that we've got this uh, long form discussion. 
it's a good time. platform because we can actually really talk about things that are happening right now. Because on our own channels, we usually have to choose a topic that's a little more timeless, mm. you know, so that we're not stuck, uh, you know, jumping on hot button topics because I really don't like that. Sure. You know what I mean? I guess we'll do one more question before okay. we go because right. one just popped in. Brittany Pudding. That's a delicious name. Mm -hmm. uh, your stories of South Africa have been life-altering, experiencing racism for that perspective. Very similar situation in Nunavut. What suggestions do you have on being born white in such a culture? Asking to because I rarely have internet. Makes sense up there. Uh, yeah. Um, look, it's it's tough for me to say anything without offending a whole bunch of people, basically. But Just be I'll careful. Cut it. Yeah, I always am. When you're in a position, and we had this conversation last night, actually. Mm -hmm. Okay. If I meet an American who's the same age as me, right. and we sit down and we have a conversation, right. and I say, hey, you know, like... I had to work hard in a crappy job to afford my first rubbish car, you know. Mm. I had to pass maths and science in school. And, you know, like we could basically have a parallel as to how our lives, you know, were almost exactly the same. Yeah. You know, from every aspect. But then at the end of the conversation, I say I'm South African and immediately he's like, oh, you must be racist or mm. you must be this or you must be that. It's a bunch of bullshit, right? Because... There is no difference between me and somebody a peer, you know, mm. who grew up in a different country. The only thing that changes is where I was born, mm. um, especially since I, I'm not inherently a racist person. I mm. don't I'm not interested in that. I am very much all about like equal, equal opportunity for everyone. It doesn't mean that you all get the same outcome. But, you know, it's it's a tough situation. And I actually had a situation where I was in a club in Shenzhen many years ago. And uh, just met up with a bunch of random foreigners at a table. We were having a great time. I was there with some Japanese friends of mine, and I'd met, you know, there's some French guys and some whatever else, a whole bunch of people. And um, everyone's just having a good time, cheersing each other, drinking. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a, a, a black American woman there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we got to a point where everyone was like, hey, where are you from, you know? And I was like, I'm from Johannesburg, South Africa. And she immediately just flipped on me. She's like, what? You're South African? The hell, man, you racist, this and that just went all off on me. And it was just really crappy. Oh, uh, you know, I, yeah, wasn't, it's like... I wasn't really um, happy about that. Let's no. put it that way. Uh, the problem is, is that <clears throat> the way the world is at the moment, you're not going to win any arguments. So what you have to do is you have to, as somebody who is being labeled a racist all the time, even if you aren't one, is you basically have to just have strength of character and, and let the water roll off your back, mm -hmm. you know, because it's going to happen. Don't let it bother you. And it's the ignorance of other people. Right. Um, you know, it's kind of like in China, if I say I'm from South Africa, they, they immediately say, but why aren't you black? Right. So, you know, I can either sit there and get offended every time someone says something like that to me, or I can just be like, oh, they're just ignorant. You know? Well, now you can introduce yourself as a Raiders fan and they'll say, why aren't you poor? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, poor people don't go to Vegas, bro. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> this is good advice. I yeah. appreciate it. Uh, yeah, there's only cool. a couple more here, just real quick. Okay. Uh, Dan Ferentz, our good buddy, says, happy, enjoy Thanksgiving next week. We will. Mm -hmm. um, and Ellie Munoz, uh, can you guys do a writing video of Utah or New Mexico? Oh, dude, Utah is beautiful. Yeah, we love Utah. Did, did I tell you guys the story of how I got my first encounter with the law in Utah? I don't know. Did you? Um, Probably. So, but... so, I mean, the thing is, when I did my big trip in 2016 with the Corvette and mm -hmm. I went uh, coast to coast, I went up to Utah and I went into St. George. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, man. Like it's the mountains and stuff there. It's just something that's out of this world. Anyway, 
I had this weird Garmin GPS, okay? Mm. So it's not connected to the internet. It's just like one of those... You load you know, the maps. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's kind of old school. It was actually great because a lot of the places I went through, there was no signal or anything. So, Is that Escalan? Yeah, Escalan. So Escalan, yeah. <laughs> so Escalan was... Um, <laughs> another story. For yeah, there's another story. So this GPS decided to take me through some freaking mountain, okay? And it's snowing. And I'm in a Corvette, and Smart. I'm going up this mountain, and I'm already like two hours up this mountain, basically. I'm going slow. I know how it is. And, you don't want to turn back. And I start seeing all these warning signs, like, do not proceed if you do not have snow chains. Snow chains. Yeah. Uh, do not proceed if you do not have a 4 by 4 you know? And I'm like, yeah, it's not, if I just take it slow, I think I can make it. I don't want to turn around. Um, so I actually went all the way over this mountain, and I had summer tires on my Corvette, and uh, I was going about... 15 miles an hour the whole time the car sliding this way and that way and i'm almost going off the road all the time and drifting here and drifting there it was one of the most hairy experiences of my entire life so anyway i finally uh get over the mountain and surprisingly didn't have any accidents or get stuck or die of exposure or whatever i should have done because mm. during that entire trip they only i was only ever passed twice right by four by four okay, was going yeah, the other way yeah. and I, I could see the people that were like what the what the hell? You know, as I went past, because they're in these big four by fours. Anyway, so I get to the other side, and I'm just like, wow, I made it. I almost died, right? So then I just uh, was on this road, and I just opened up, because I was like, yeah, I made it, you know? So I'm cruising down this road. I was probably going about 70 in like a... Sure you were. I was. I was going about 70, I reckon, in like a 45 or something, right? 170. <laughs> and there was this... And this cop, you know, came past, and obviously... Caught, caught me on his radar so he like woo, turned around and that was the sound of the police yeah it was so he pulled me over i actually have the footage because yeah, my yeah, gopro, was, my go, day, my GoPro so. was running yeah. so <clears throat> he pulls me over and uh he's like you know you, you know how fast you're going and all that usual crap and i was just very very polite and obviously very nervous and i'm like uh oh, i'm so sorry you know this gps keeps telling me the speed limit mm. is this and he's like you got to watch out for those uh, those white signs. He's like, let me see your driver's license. So I handed him my Chinese driver's license. <laughs> and uh, he like looks at it and he's like, uh, <laughs> do you have something else? Because he couldn't read it. It's all in Chinese. And before anyone like jumps in, it's actually legal. Mm. Um, I had a, an official translation of mm. the license and you're allowed for a month yeah, to, to drive. drive on a foreign license here. So I, but it was just totally weird to see a white guy with a Chinese driver's license. Mm-hmm. Um, so I showed him my passport and he went, sat in his car and did all the checks. And obviously my car was registered and insured sure. and everything. So I, it all came back and he gave me a warning. And it's like, don't always trust the GPSs, you know. Yeah, when Vivian and I drove across the country for our honeymoon, we got pulled over twice and we still didn't get a ticket. I got caught doing 95 in a 55 because the wow. Speedo was broken right. on that crap Subaru we bought. Mm-hmm. And he was so nice. He's like, it's a late honeymoon present. You just, you, you got to be, um, just be reasonable. Just be reasonable. Don't be a Raiders fan, obviously. Yeah, well, be, you'll get a ticket in two seconds. I don't know about that. that. I think you might, you might pay me money. Wow. Yeah. So, Delusional. So here, go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Sorry, okay. love you guys. Yeah, Hope thank you. you. Fun. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, we can't wait to see you in the next one. Don't don't forget tomorrow you can see another one of my videos, and on Wednesdays you can see his videos. Most importantly, guys, Monday ADV China. That's don't, kind don't of miss out. that's 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 us working together at our best when we go ride motorcycles and. It's so weird that people keep saying, oh, finally, you're back on the bikes. Do they not realize that every alternating week is on the bikes? Right. So one week, will Monday, will be on the bikes. One week, will be off the bikes. 
you know, in some random country covering a topic. And then the next week, we're back on the bikes again. So it never stops. And it hasn't right. stopped for years and now. Same thing with the podcast. Be like, oh, it's so good to miss you guys. You have been haven't been online for ages. It's every other week. Thank you. Stop. Thank you for putting up with us, guys. We appreciate it. So yes. until next time, you know the drill as always. Go milk dogs. And I don't want to cut myself off this time. So I'm going to say, stay awesome. And I'm going to wait a little bit. And then I'm going to click stop.